Hey, who do you think would win a fight? Well, what do you mean? Well, if you and I ever got into like a really serious fight, you know, and the punches started flying, who do you think would win? Well, I think that's pretty obvious. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. The bat is dead. Bury it. Fight back! You coward, fight back! You just started a war. Dark fire will not avail you. Flame of Udun! Never give up. Never surrender. We must fight. You've always run away from a fight. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so and you know it. What's up, Who Would Winners, and welcome to episode number 149 of the Who Would Win cast, the podcast that analyzes fictional fights between familiar faces. My name is Steve. Thanks, Chief. It's your guy, Chris. Hey, you got both of them in. This was a really tough one because we picked two protagonists that don't talk very much. I said that Chris should just not say anything. It was, I th- and I said it's too meta. It yeah. won't. People won't get it. It'll they, just be awkward. There's something wrong. Awkward yeah. pause doesn't doesn't sound good for for us there. Yep. Yeah. That's okay though. That's okay though. Uh, I'm excited to talk about today's topic. It'll be uh, something I really don't know much about. So I'm, I'm interested to learn a little bit more. I learned some. This. I learned a lot. Okay. You would say you didn't you play like all the Halo games? Halo, I did. Doom, I, I be honest, never even knew Doom was a game. Oh, okay. I'm like, no I'm like, idea. kind of the opposite. Like, I know of Halo, but I never played them. Okay. And I played a little bit of Doom. Okay. So we both learned a lot. That's perfect. I love it. Uh, before we get into today's episode, we want to first just give a shout out and a big congratulations to one of the members of the Hoodwin family. Everybody uh, assured knows of Dan, who is our brother-in-law. Uh, he usually comes around for the Pokemon Olympics uh, when they when they come around, and Dan and his wife just welcomed their first child over the weekend. So we just wanted to pause and just give a shout out and a big congratulations to the two of them. Yep, congrats, Dan. Yeah, mother and baby are both doing well, and uh, we are excited that our children will be able to get to uh, have another cousin. It's gonna be fun in their life. So that's super super exciting. Um, some other things to talk about before we get into today's episode is first and foremost, we have some poll results from our previous episode. Uh, so as everyone remembers this summer, we are doing listener appreciation summer in which our listeners got to vote for which fan suggested episodes they would like us to tackle. And previously we did Avengers vs X-Men in football. And currently the poll stands as 76 point nine percent for the avengers and 23.1 percent for the x-men so the avengers are taking it as of right now although we you were telling me you you, uh you suspect there might have been some poll manipulation i I do think there was a little bit of poll manipulation Uh, i know listeners always comment saying you can vote more than once and we are well aware of that fact because i do not want to collect people's emails um so if you have the time and the desire to have an impact that much i guess go ahead and thanks for coming out for my, but, for my team but they showed up they showed up for um the avengers absolutely uh some of the feedback that we got from some listeners uh, i believe the avengers would win because the other team has too many non-x-men on their team and it would most likely devolve into infighting uh meaning magneto juggernaut sabertooth and phoenix also, based on the tactics the X-Men were described using would be considered cheating, especially with Mystique there. If you try the tactic of turning into an extra Avenger to get a yellow card, everyone would automatically know it's Mystique, and the yellow card would go to the X-Men instead. Oh, yeah, that is a good point. If there was two of one player, they would, they would Mystique, what are you doing? 
Um, I do want to. I feel like I have to defend a little bit the the X Men here. Um, I do. I do think that they would lead to some infighting with like Magneto and whatnot. But I do think that if they have a common goal, they would try to achieve whatever that common goal is because they've done that before in the comics and the films. Like like in the Last Stand, like they're trying to stop this mutant cure, and they they team up to try to to stop this from going on. And also, saying that they're not X-Men, they have been X-Men occasionally. We were comics. playing pretty loose with what, what's allowed to be an X-Men. Exactly. Right, yeah. Yeah. So I do think that – we're not saying that they're like a main roster X-Men, but they sure. did work alongside the, uh, the X-Men also. Um, so uh, we have one right here, uh, which is – I'm assuming it's from listener Paul Dewey because it's very well detailed – uh, or whoever it is, they wrote, so I broke uh, this win down by fantasy football matchups. For the quarterbacks, Hawkeye decimates Professor X on defense, carving up 67 points. Jean Grey only magnifies to get 52 points, or manages to get 52 points, with Ant-Man occasionally intercepting. Falcon, Falcon scores bigs few times with 36 points, while Nightcrawler is able to bring in 45 points. Wolverine is regularly brutalized by Ant-Man, only scoring 22 points, to dominating Hulk, bringing in 77 points. Captain America is perfect from the field, scoring 17 points, while Magneto is unfortunately blocked every time by <laughs> Ant-Man, despite his efforts moving the goalposts for a minus 10. The defenses both, both score a negative 200 based on the number of yards and touchdowns. <laughs> Not their best day. Professor X is able to regularly stop Quicksilver since he has significant prior knowledge, only resulting in 27 points. However, after scoring his 15th touchdown for a total of 305 points, the MVP of the game sums it up best by looking into the eyes of the benched Wanda and screaming, I'm the juggernaut, witch! X-Men win solely on the shoulders of the unstoppable juggernaut. So that was funny. That made me that made me laugh. Uh, someone else wrote in saying, "I'm sorry, Chris. Just Steve chose too many powerful mutants. I would say that isn't fair." I already commented on Thank that. You. Yep. Agreed. He uh-huh. wasn't even playing football. He was playing. <laughs> I, I told him he was playing X Men ball. It was a new sport. Uh, so someone disagrees, saying calling Magneto a member of the X Men is tenuous at best. There's been many times he's allied himself with the X Men. I doubt that any of those times he would self-identify as an X Men. I could see that. So fair point. But what about in um, first class? Were they X Men yet? Did they call themselves that? Not until like the very end of the movie. Okay. Yeah. And was it was uh, and Eric, he was already Eric, was it Eric Lesnar? Eric it? Lesnar. Yeah. He, he had was, already left. He was already moment. gone. Okay. Yeah. At that point. Yeah. Uh, they said that aside, outside of a brief stunt in the early two thousands, which really turned out to be a mole thing for the Brotherhood of Mutants, Juggernaut has not never been a member of the X Men. Oh not yeah, even a good point. Mutant. I didn't even think of that. I feel like I did see that in my research. I'll have to come back and look at that. I could have swore I saw him as a member. He's of the getting X-Men. DQ'd. He's going to lose all those points he got. <laughs> He's getting disqualified. Uh, team affiliations Brotherhood of Mutants, All New Exiles, New Excalibur, Lethal Legion, X Men, and the Thunderbolts. So he has been. What, had what's some the citation kind of, on that? What's the citation? Does it have one? Uh, I'm just kidding. Not, We're no, not going to no, talk about it this. Does not, it does not have the citation on there. Uh, anyway, even if Magneto and Juggernaut's inclusion were not disqualifying, which they are, Juggernaut's inclusion would be hindrance more than an asset because at the end of the day, his main numero uno motivation and drives to rip apart his stepbrother Charles Xavier limb from limb. Good point. Well, I didn't know. They're stepbrothers? Yeah, I didn't even know that. Yeah, they are stepbrothers. Oh, I actually forgot about that. I'm the worst. Yep. They're um, stepbrothers? Mm-hmm. What was that like Victory when Victory Avengers, P.S., y'all... 
both messed up for not choosing Spider-Man as your wide receiver. <laughs> oh, yeah. Webs, Spider-Sense, a.k.a. Peter Tingle, those <laughs> sticky fingers, general strength, athletics, and agility. No-brainer, Spider all the way. Sal. That must be Sal from Alaska. I haven't heard from you in a long time, pal. Hope you're doing well. Thanks for taking the time to, uh, to write in on that. Our listeners are smart. Oh, they are. They're great. Uh, I, I wish we could have <laughs> listeners with us live and just help us along the way. So, so many reasons not to do that, though. Chris, I don't know if we want to give in to listener demands, but we have three people who have wrote in asking you to pronounce things, many of, <laughs> many of which they say that they are from previous episodes. However, we haven't looked back on... on oh, we missed them? We haven't. Yeah, we've missed them. Uh, are there any riddles? I'll do a riddle. No riddles. Oh, man. So no your, only, your only choice is to... All right. All right. I'm coming okay. over there. One second. Just got to walk across the studio. I dropped all my Cheez-Its and my phone. All right. Uh, that one is an an otolaryngologist. That look that sounds pretty right. What's that? I'm kind of afraid. Uh, anything someone that, who studies your um anything that your en- larynx anything that ends in ologist, I get a little worried. Why? I don't know. <laughs> uh, a surgical specialty dealing with oh conditions of the head and neck. Head and neck. Oh, that's not too bad. All right. All if right, that yep. came from an otolaryngologist, congrats. This is one more. Oh, that's a made-up word for sure. One second. This one might make me sound something silly. It looks like it says... Wadububotilipotis. <laughs> that that was pretty good, too. Let's see if that's a word. Nope, not a word. <laughs> not a word. Oh, no. <laughs> Which I think they're trying... Would you bubotilipotis? Tilpotis. Yeah. Oh. Would you would, would, would you, you bub bu, bub would you bubo bubot <laughs> I don't know. We're giving in to uh, their demands. It means something. It there's does. there's some secret to that word. Well, if there is a secret to that word, please make sure Is you, there one more? That's was it. That it? Okay. No, that's it. So uh, thank you to everybody who took the time to give out descriptions of what was going on in the match and fact-checking me, apparently, and uh, also giving us your thoughts and feedback. We appreciate that greatly. One more thing before we get into today's episode. We have a non-fictional review from a listener, which means we have to give them a fictional background. So this review comes from Greek God 101. The review reads... Found it because of who would win, but these topics are really funny. I would love if you would talk louder. Five stars. You got it, man. <laughs> so, uh, thank you, Greek God. Not a lot to go on there, but I did some research, and I think I might have come up you with an idea. everything to go on. So, immediately I started thinking Greek God. Right. Right. So I found that in Greek mythology, there is a Greek god named Stentor, who was a herald of the Greek forces during the Trojan War, and uh, he is known for having a very loud voice. It's got to be him. So I feel like it's got to be him. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be anyone who's quiet. Right, unless there's any Greek gods that are like maybe hard of hearing. I did look into that, too. Um, and I don't think I found anything actually because I actually looked this up like last week when I saw this review, and then my my, my Chrome tab got <laughs> deleted, and I was like, oh no, I had something else up too. Are there any Greek gods based on um, Egyptian gods? Did they borrow anything? Ooh, because remember Horus, and he had his eye taken by somebody. 
Remember yeah, that? that sounds familiar. Wonder <laughs> who took his eye. Do you remember, or was that just in that movie, Gods of Egypt? Remember, didn't we watch that? Yeah, we did. We watched it for an episode. We did. We watched Gods of Egypt, and then we watched um, the other <laughs> one that was really bad too. The no, one... it wasn't bad. They were great. They were good. Sure, sure, sure. It was to learn about that guy who knew everything. Something about knowledge, right? It was. It was Toth. Toth, yeah. Toth, and I forget who the other one was. I forget who. Yeah. But I was just thinking that guy who stole Horace's eye, maybe he steals ears too sometimes. Oh, uh, okay. I forget and his name. Though. These, pers- these people are hard of hearing. Right. I'm, I also forget who... Pl- was that... I'm mixing up the two movies you watched. Toth but- was played by Chadwick Boseman. Right, but the other guys were like Jamie Lannister's actor. Yes. And then like... Oh, we did um- Zeus. It was Toth versus Zeus, that episode. Okay. Yeah. Oh, but the other one, yeah, it was Jamie Lannister. He had he was missing. He was eye. Horace, but the other he, wasn't the wasn't the, the Gerard Butler. Gerard Butler, yes, yeah. he was the antagonist who stole his eye. Yeah, he was stealing all kinds of body parts. I bet he had an ear. Oh, okay, so maybe he took this ear. No, no, your your theory is better. I'm already in Egyptian gods. <laughs> Crossover. I'm way off. I'm way off track. Crossover. Red herring. All right. So thank you very much to Greek God 101, and we will you do mean our Stentor? best. Tour or to Stentor. Yep. Please don't smite us. And before we started recording, we did adjust our sound uh, a little bit just to make sure. That yeah, it might was... be even too loud. I don't know. We'll have to. We apologize. That'll be our next review. It'll say, could you guys turn down your audio a little bit? I know. Well, that's right. <clears throat> All right, Chris, are you ready to get started with today's episode? I am ready. But remember when I walked across to read those weird words? Mm-hmm. I dropped my phone. So I got a. I kind of lost my place, but okay. I'm ready. All right. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll just... do my little speech here and then. Yeah, yeah I'll good. just wing it. I'm good. Cool. So, if you have any ideas for any future matchups or scenarios, or if you just like to say hello, you can reach us through Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can send us an email at whowincast at gmail.com, and consider checking out our website, whowouldwincast.com. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts to help us spread the word about our show, and we will give you a shout-out read on our show. One other thing, too, is remember that we have a Discord channel. And uh, the link for that is in our show notes. Feel free to join. It's been a little quiet as of late, uh, but we'd love to have a little bit more discussions happening about the episodes. That'd be a great area to discuss what is an X-Men. And Yeah, call, our... call Steve out on Discord. And make him answer on there. Be like, Steve, Juggernaut, not an X-Man. Blow up my phone. It's, it's almost as bad as that time you said you had a boat and you didn't have a boat in that one episode. <laughs> hey, Chris. Yep. What are we talking about today? Fan suggestion, Doomslayer versus Master Chief. Battle of the one-man army, silent protagonist, killing machines. And what are they fighting over? Oh, right. They're fighting the Chitari army from uh, Avengers. That's right. Yeah. So this is less a Doomslayer versus Master Chief fight. This is more of how who would do a better job of defending New York City from the Chitari army, from the Avengers. It's like a legal us Gimli dynamic where they're like trying to one up yes. each other on just great winning, reference. Winning, I like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. Because I do want to point this out, because we've been called out for this before. We are not saying that this is a brand new topic that was invented oh, yeah. by us. Yeah, people are like, Oh, you copied this from this one thing right. I saw. Guess what? This is all this is not this is fairly common, I would say, right? Yes. If you if you type in Doomslayer verse, I guarantee you the first thing that's gonna come up is Master Chief. You guarantee it? Check it right now. Let's do it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Ready? If, you, if it's something else, you're gonna feel so silly. Doomslayer verse Master Chief. Okay. First thing that comes up. Good call. Alright, now let's do Master Chief verse Doom Guy. First thing that pops up. Okay. Perfect. So Ooh, there, but are, there are some interesting ideas. Have they fought the Chitari? 
That's our angle. That's our angle. Exactly. Who has anyone discussed that? Probably not. Probably not. Well, maybe if they have. We're sorry, but the world's this, pretty big. That's right. That's Someone people, might have talked about this. There's a lot of people this. talking about this stuff. So that's what we're looking at. So I'm going to be taking on Master Chief. Chris is going to be taking on Doom Guy. Yeah, and by taking on, you mean like talking yeah, about Yeah, talking about them and yeah. seeing how they would do against the Chitari army from the Avengers. Yep. So do you want to give some background on Doom Guy? I would love to. Yes. I thought you'd never ask. Well, I'm actually very interested because I alluded to this at the top of the show. I, before the suggestion, never really heard of Doom. And when you told me that, I said, then you're not a true gamer. And to which I responded with, you are correct. Yeah, but I'm just joking. That's like gate- gatekeeping BS. Like, if you like, you can play any games you want. But it is like pretty iconic in like gaming history. Mm-hmm. It's not like the first, but it kind of like defines the first person shooter genre. Like, it's iconic in that space. Like, I was like, I actually don't know why Doom. So wolfenstein was also i believe a 3d first person shooter that came out a year before so doom came doom came out in 1993 and i think wolfenstein came out wow, in 1992 93. which is like a popular franchise but i don't know why that doesn't get the See, credit wolfenstein doom does. wolfenstein excuse me i have heard of that okay yeah i am i am familiar with that game but mm-hmm. i don't know anything else really right do you know uh, okay okay so like because because even after doom came out like first person shooters before they were called first person shooters were called doom clones before like the first person shooter name stock wow like that's that's the history we're talking about so doom really i mean doom walked so halo could run would you say that's fair to say yeah yeah that's fair to say so it's id software which made a ton of iconic games so they started with this old game commander keen which is a little bit before my time and was more of like a uh not an adult game at least i don't know if it was i don't know if i'd say it was a kid game Mm -hmm. but it was like definitely like a younger audience and then they, the same studio was like, let's go adult and let's make Doom. And so they have, they they had all these like big names in the world of video game pro- programming. So like, uh, if, if anyone's into this, they might've heard of John Carmack, who was like one of the lead uh, designers on the game, who's probably a genius. Um, he worked for them for, for id software for years, like basically developed some of the technology that like made 3d games possible. Like Doom was doing all these tricks. I was telling you before we started recording too to like to like make a 3D first person shooter work on that hardware. It's like considered one of like the best optimized like near perfect computer games ever written. The fact that it's still to this day like well people will try to run it on all these weird things it's not supposed to run on like a smart a smart refrigerator every system ever, right? And like um one of the, like one of these tricks is like it's a, it's a 3D game kind of, but it when it when you shoot in, in Doom, it doesn't actually check like the vertical position of like you versus the enemy. So like you can because you can't actually look up and down. Like when you shoot straight, you can shoot anyone you know above or below you. Okay, but that's just like a trick that they had to do to make the game work. They can't. They couldn't do a full three D spatial yeah, like yeah, yeah. Um, collision like thing. So there there's little caveats like that. But it, it was it was like I said, it's. It, like defines the genre, right? So that that's 1993. It had a ton of sequels too. It had, it spawned um, movies, comic books, um, a bunch of sequels. One thing I just I learned from doing research for this is that um, the the lead developer that I mentioned, John Carmack, he he wanted to make a science fiction game inspired by Dungeons and Dragons and the films Evil Dead Two and Aliens. And I, I thought that was cool because those are all things I like. So I was like, I probably like that guy. 
So he was big into that culture, that pop culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Doom was originally very light on the story and more about just like shooting things, but it's basically a game about killing demons from hell, and that that pretty much sums it up. Some games have had a little more story than that, but you're basically killing demons. Now, how many games are there? Oh, um, I mean, you have to give me exact numbers. Like, like has there been? If I had to guess, a ten. Okay. But that's, like, super ballpark. And, like, I'm not counting, like, all the re-releases, because it came out for, like, every system. Are they still being made? The last one was in 2020, I think. It was called Doom Eternal. Sure. Well, there were some expansions since then. Okay. The last main I'd say they're still being made then. There was, there was a gap uh, in there, probably. But, like, Doom Eternal did pretty well. Well enough that they'll probably make another one. Um, And I think it, it was considered, like like, a pretty good game. So... So yeah, that's that's Doom. So Doom guy. Oh yeah, so so the main character, you know, came out in 1993. Didn't didn't have voice acting. Didn't have a lot of story. The the protagonist didn't really even have a name. He was like unnamed protagonist. People just refer to him as Doom guy. Um, I don't think. And then he got the name Doom Slayer. I believe in in there was a game released in 2016 that was just called Doom. You could call it a reboot of the franchise, but I don't know how much that really matters. Where the story is just like random stuff um so he wasn't called doom slayer until 2016 and came out in 1993 so it took a little while but now he's known as like the doom slayer and he has a bunch of other aliases but those those would be the most common i would say that was a thing like i mentioned i really never heard of this video game so when i was looking him up i was having a hard time figuring out who he is and like yeah oh i mean like there's really no did was there even any background on his character I didn't look. I wasn't looking too far into that. I was, he, when I was making, I like, think he was a former marine, same as okay, Master Chief, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. So he was. Yeah, he was. A, he's a space marine. Very. That, that's the thing. I guess why people always match them up is because they're similar. They're right? very similar, and they they're, just they just mow down the, the bad guys. They, like they mow down the bad guys. Machines. Both space marines, both killing machines, both bred for it. Both do not speak or speak very little. Yeah, like Master Chief. Or I'm sorry, Doom Guy. I think he says a few quips, type of stuff. but yeah. not much. Yeah, and that's how Master Chief is also. So, all right, I, well, let me, do you want to, something else you want to add before? Uh, no, I was going to say just, I couldn't really find any iconic quotes. Nothing that I personally remembered. Right. But. So that was a hard, that was a problem. That might be something that resonates with certain people that I didn't think of. But. Right. Uh, all right, so I'm going with, like I mentioned, Master Chief, uh, who's also known as John 117 uh, from the Halo franchise. I'd say he's pretty recognizable, pretty well known. Um, w- w- be honest. Would yeah, you say he's well more well known than doom guy man that that's a tough question i'm gonna put that in the poll yeah say who do you think's better known master chief or oh man doom guy my my gut is yes just because the halo franchise was so popular with like currently the like current generation yeah and the doom guy is probably more popular with the slightly older generation but still like we're talking about two very well-known franchises but I'm curious to see what other people think. Yeah, I'm not sure. No, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, so Master Chief, he uh, is the main star of the Halo franchise. Uh, there's been, oh my gosh, so many different games. I believe six of like the main line, uh, and then they've had some spinoffs here and there. He wasn't one of the main characters in Halo Five, uh, which actually upset some fans. I was reading, and they made him a bigger. He was not a main Star. character in Halo Five. Yeah, he. I don't know if he wasn't like the player, the playable character. Oh, that's right. And he that up, just like pop it. And sometimes that, upset, like that upset some stuff. of the fans. Yeah. yeah. So they made him a bigger, uh, bigger character in the, in the sixth uh, 
edition called Halo Infinite. Um, that was a brave choice. You know, when you get that big name character, you you melt I that give guy. Him, I give him credit yeah. for doing that. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Master Chief, he's known for wearing his like green, uh, like very armor, like armor. Yeah, I mean, it's like just like solid armor. It's got to be like, you know, super heavy for him to to wear that carried around all the time. He's got a very recognizable helmet uh, where it's got like a uh, a yellow golden visor. Um, but his face is always hidden from the from the the, the audience, you know, because basically you are him. You know, you're supposed to play as him. Um, which I didn't I, say this, but same for Doom Guy. Also has like kind of green armor and a helmet. There you go. See exactly. Um, something I found interesting is I did not watch the Halo TV show that recently came out, but I read that the guy who plays Master Chief like has his helmet off all the time. Which upset a lot of people because they're like, that's not what Master Chief does. He always... That's a tough thing because, like, you pay this actor for it and you want to show their face, right? I know. Hey, Pedro Pascal and the Mandalorian. Yeah. You know, they took that risk. Uh, so, so Master Chief, he is uh, a part of the United Nations Space Command, which is known as the UNSC. Uh, he's involved in their Spartan project where he's basically a... Uh, enhanced human super soldier-ish uh, in a way... And uh, in the Halo franchises, I've only played Halos 1, 2, and 3. Oh, Halo Combat Evolved, Halo 2, and Halo 3. Um, but he is fighting against the, the Covenant uh, and to, to, to destroy the, the Halo rings uh, there. But um, that's, that's pretty much Master Chief. I mean, he's just like a solid super soldier, um, very well equipped with weaponry, uh, enemy weaponry, uh, spacecrafts anything along those lines yeah you said weapons and like i think we got to talk weapons because that's what this is going to come down to exactly correct because i'm loaded with weapons too so real quick before we go into each of our guys i think maybe we should just take a second and go into the chitauri also good thinking because that's who they're going to be going against so like chris mentioned the chitauri is the army at the end of the first avengers that thanos loaned to loki right the thanos loaned to loki correct and i believe they do show up in Endgame. Yeah, in the they're, final, they're, yeah, they're in the, end, the final yeah. battle, yeah, and then they've they've popped up in other things too. Like I know that there was uh, some some episodes of Agents of Shield oh, okay. where people were trying to like steal their the weapons that were like left behind in New York and whatnot. So the Jatari do come from uh, the Marvel comics. They were first appeared in the Ultimates number eight in November two thousand and two, um, and they were. Uh, Pretty pretty much not like as mainstream popular as until you know. I'd never heard of them. The, until Ave- the Avengers, Avengers, the Avengers movie came out. Correct. So they were created as a counterpart to the Skrulls. They are shape shifting alien species who have attempted to conquer Earth. They're shape shifting in the comics. Okay, I was yes. going to say. But after the Avengers film, they got recreated basically into this uh, distinct species. They are not Skrull like whatsoever. Um, but they are seen as being simple-minded, dogged creatures similar to insects by the point that they just follow like that's what a I, queen in a way. They didn't seem that smart. No, they did not, like, whatsoever. They're your standard, like, cannon fodder bad guy. Exactly. Uh, and the other person, or the other, I shouldn't say person, the other group in this army, we'd say, is uh, they're known as the Leviathan, which are basically the giant armored 
plated space whales, perfect. If you want to call them that, yeah, that slugged their way through New York City during during this invasion. So we should mention that this invasion is happening because the um, Tesseract, which is the space stone, space stone, I think so. I think so. I think so. Right, uh, has opened up a portal in in the uh, over top of New York, allowing the Chitarmi army to come in as well as these Leviathan. So that should be something maybe we can kind of discuss as to how Master Chief or Doom Guy would also oh yeah okay. deal with that okay. in some way as well. So, all right, let's talk. Let's talk weaponry. All right, let's let's talk weaponry. You're, you seem like you're ready to go. Let's let's see what you got. Well, I mean, like that's kind of our bread and butter. Like absolutely, we're we're, we're first person shooters that just destroy things, right? Yes. And I have an advantage over you because, well, a little bit because Halo, like, um, well, that's not entirely true. I was gonna say it was like a multiplayer focused game because that's what I know it for, but it's pretty well known for its single player campaign. Would you say? Oh yeah. Yep, it's okay. got a great story, and, and at least in the first three that I've played. Because I, I think of Doom as like a single-player game, even though it, it did have, even the early versions had multiplayer, which was pretty big at the time as well. Yeah. But like, it's not necessarily like balanced as well as Halo is. So like, I'm, I have some kind of like crazy weapons that I don't know if, if Halo has, but we'll find out. Okay. So like, you're, I'm, go, I'm going with the iconic. There's been so many variations of things. I'm going to just kind of go with the iconic doom weapons so you got your basic fists he's very strong but i mean i don't know punch he's going to be able to punch him jatari but not that big a deal um one cool weapon he had is a chainsaw uh you can do some special you get some special like kill animations when you kill chop something in half with a chainsaw pretty pretty high cool factor as well when you when you chop someone in half with a chainsaw um so he has a pistol what you know nothing more not too much to say about that um shotgun as well pretty iconic weapon for doom guy i think eventually in later dooms it was like the default weapon so so shotgun pretty good close range powerful he has a chain gun super fast firing rocket launcher shoots explosives a plasma gun which would shoot like hot plasma that would just like be really good for just melting groups of enemies and then so if you play Doom, you might you might know this weapon. He has the BFG or the BFG nine thousand. Have you heard of this gun? It's 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 kind of leaked into other media as well. Okay. So the the BFG is the big effing gun. Yeah. Uh, it 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 basically would shoot this giant like green orb that would just kill everything near it. So it was it was a great gun to find. The thing in, with Dooms, it was like certain the better guns it was hard to find ammo for. Okay. But. You you once you had it you know you you got your you kind of your emergency weapon if you need to kill everything. So those that was all the weapons from Doom One, which like more in some ways or variations, have pretty much gone through like all the Doom games. Uh, one other weapon I kind of want to grab um, that he didn't have until later um, was uh, what do they call it? It's basically like a a knife on his arm, but I forget exactly what they call it in the game. Okay, yeah. Um, because I want that like um, close range, just like cutting through things, and I can't find the name of it. But you get the point. It's a it's a knife on his arm, like a like a bayonet, in a way. Um, sure, no? yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it, if you if you talk about your guns next, I'll tell you what it's called in a minute. Okay. So Master Chief 
and the Halo franchise, I would say, are known for having a variety of different weapons. Now, one thing I am going to concede, concede early on is that I am only going to be using uncs weapons meaning because it wouldn't be like fair for master chief to have like covenant weapons fighting against the chitauri i would have let you like you were friends with that one one covenant guy right what's his oh the arbiter yeah 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 yeah. you just borrow a gun from him i mean i don't know like i just feel like i mean i'm already getting chastised for allowing juggernaut to be part of the x-men like i feel like if i use a and you you don't see the difference yeah you know okay fine it's called the um the doom blade by the way the doom blade oh there you go um well that's what they should do they it's, should a, it's do... a wrist mounted retractable they just blade. have doom and then weapon i should have realized that i should have known <laughs> so some of the most popular master chief weapons he has the battle rifle um always one of like like a fan favorite i always like that holds one. up close he has the magnum pistol another great one as well i always felt like i could always hit things really far I don't even remember that. So tell me, I'll tell you my my favorite guns, and tell me if I'm like um, a Halo noob. Okay. Um, Sniper rifle, rocket launcher. Yep, they were great. Okay, I love them. (laughs) Oh, and I'm actually one other thing, but I'm not going to spoil it. I'm going to let you get to it. Okay. Uh, One of the great things about like, especially the multiplayer in Halo, is when you could customize the weapons that you're using. Like I remember my friends and I, we would always do like uh, you know system uplinks or whatever, and we would just do like only rocket launchers with like increased shields. So like it never killed you. And, but just, you just have like eight people just shooting rocket launchers <laughs> at each other. That was a lot of fun. Um, additionally, he had uh, the sniper rifle, like you mentioned, another uh, crowd favorite, uh, the, the rocket launcher, mm-hmm. as you also mentioned, another crowd favorite, uh, the shotgun. Awesome. Big fan of the shotgun. Uh, were you thinking of the energy sword? Oh, I, no. I actually forgot about that. I love was one of my favorites. I was not thinking of that. I was thinking of something else. So this is where I will say, like, that is technically not a Space Marine uh, UNCS original weapon. Oh, it's not. Weapon. No, I didn't that know is, that. That is uh, a, a um, Covenant weapon. That is not, you know, from... And I did do some research, and I couldn't really find that there was any Master Chief, you know, hmm. military-created created swords. So I'm going to have to try to be a little creative uh, into, into going with that. Uh, there's another one called the Saw. This one was from Halo Four. Never played it. I don't unfortunately. know that one either. Yep. Uh, this is another great weapon too, but I can't. I can't. I'm going against my my uh, my methods here. The plasma grenade. That was the one I was Th- thinking. That's of. A that was my weapon. favorite thing. So great. You know, you're just like just throwing it really far, just trying to get it stuck on someone. Yeah. Sticking know? it to people was Sticking the it best. To people. It was awesome. It was so much fun. So he does have, um, you know, just military grenades that could be used. Um, so I'll be using those also. They don't stick to people, though. They don't stick to people. They roll. Uh, the Needler. Um, I remember that one. That, that's, another, that's another famous one also. So, so, but I'm just pretty much going to be sticking with Battle Rifle, Magnum Pistol, Sniper Rifle, Rocket Launcher, Shotgun. Um, so you have really similar guns to me so far. And the Except grenade. you don't have a plasma gun or a BFG. I don't, I don't have a BFG. I don't have a plasma gun. I will say, though, one thing that and i and correct me if i'm wrong if you know this was halo one of the first games that really had you pick up weapons and uh ammunition from fallen uh you know targets oh, or, that's, a, or that's a good point i'm not sure because in in doom you just had to find it you didn't you didn't get enemy stuff right because that was that's one of the great things about halo is when you would take out an enemy and they had a weapon that you wanted yeah, you, you hop over it. there you take it now it's yours you know until you run out of ammunition that's a great point i'm not i don't i wonder when that started to be a thing yeah so master chief he's absolutely going to be doing that during 
this battle. You can grab those Chitauri, Chitauri weapons while you're I'm going to be taking the Chitauri weapons. The big one that they are known for is the Chitauri gun, essentially, which I'm going off of the MCU wiki right here. Uh, and it goes on their uh, entire arm, and they're able to fire these, these uh, laser bolts. Now, Master Chief, I'd argue he would probably be able to figure out how to use it because he was able to always figure sure. out how to yeah. use how to use the um the covenant weapons and everything like that. So um so he would be he would be incorporating that into his arsenal uh as well. Master Chief, tell me about Doom Guy. Master Chief has uh energy shield shields that's able to protect him and they can regenerate. So in Doom to my memory, you had your main health pool and then you could find body armor which would be like an additional health pool. But this was like also, before, like, regenerating health in games was a thing. Okay. And actually, Halo was the first game I remember that being, like, a thing. Where, like, if you didn't get hit for a while, your health would regenerate. Yep. And original Doom definitely did not have that. You would just you just had to find... Uh, you found health packs for your health, and then you would find body armor for your armor. Okay. So that is something that can... Now, in Halo, though, you did have to also... You did have to find health packs. Because once, once your shield got, like, too low consistently, it wouldn't recharge... As oh, I didn't know that. And, okay. Yeah, so you did have to find med packs and stuff like that. Um, but so, so I guess that's one thing that Master Chief has is that they does have that shield. The, the, that's a good point. I didn't even think of that. Ability. Yeah. So, so we got weapons. Let's talk about going against the Chitari. So, what what are their tactics going to be? How are they going to use said weapons? You know, what what are they what are they going to do? So, so first, I want to say is Doom Guy is basically used to fighting hordes of demons. So he's going to be right at home. Like, this is basically just, like, a normal Tuesday for Doom Guy. <laughs> so, like, he's just going to just he's gonna just pop down. He sees these, like, crazed beasts running towards him. He probably just pulls out his shotgun and just starts just starts laying waste to, like, waves of them. So if we're, if we're being, like, true to our source material, like, one, one of the, like, the things you have to manage in Doom, other than your health and armor, is finding ammo for your guns. Yep. Like it, it, it's, it can be a big part of it because your better guns, is it's harder to find ammo for. So I'm gonna have to probably conserve them for the more for like the stronger enemies I'm fighting. Okay. Like I guess the Leviathans. Is, are there any like Chitari variants that are like bigger or stronger? Great question. And all I could find out was Chitari and then the leviathans yeah weren't weren't in in endgame wasn't there something else at the end that, there like, were like so many other ones i don't yeah, think they okay. were part of the chitari though i think they oh, were just okay okay yeah okay well either way he starts out he's gonna start out probably like shotgun bread and butter taking him out if he, if if the numbers get too big if he starts to get overwhelmed he pulls out the chain gun that's good for groups if things get really bad he can pull out the plasma gun that will just like melt through like a whole horde. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's like stragglers, you can take them out with the chainsaw or the or the doom blade, just to conserve ammo. And in later games, I think you got like bonuses for doing that. Like you'd get a close range kill, you'd get a little health health back or get some ammo back or something. I don't know if we're playing by those those rules in this fight, but that would at least be an incentive for him to uh, do do those kills. You also get a sometimes get a special animation. On the on the later games, not on the early ones. If you like killed someone with a close range weapon, you might get some special. Uh, I think they were called glory kills in Doom Eternal. Okay, uh, um, where you like you know you get an animation of sawing a guy in half with a chainsaw. Oh really? So, like on the screen? Yeah, on the screen. Yeah, and he would just like flop apart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like in Halo in the multiplayer. It'd be like killing spree. Yeah, you know. 
Um, yeah, if you're a little kid listening to this episode, I'm. I don't know. You maybe you shouldn't be playing these games. I'm sorry. If, I don't know what the right age is. <laughs> I mean, what age were you playing? I mean, I was playing Halo. Oh, man, it wasn't. I. It wasn't like I wanted to play them when I was young, and like I couldn't. It was more like I just didn't. Like, yeah. Like Halo. I didn't know you about were Halo a little, until I was like were, a teenager. You were so. a little older when Halo came. When, yeah. Yeah, because I was playing Halo when I was like ten. Okay. And you're ten, fine. You turned out, out fine. I think I turned out fine. Doom seems a little more mature. From what you're describing, I I, I agree with that. At least the newer Dooms. Yeah. Because I mean, I mean when the... your theme is like going to hell and fighting demons, you're going to be a little more mature. But all the gore, it sounds like from Doom is just demon gore. Like it's not like that humans. is true. It's not. That's like how Halo is. Halo is just aliens, blue blood yeah, guts are... and stuff like that. Doom has red blood, so it's a little closer. Oh, though. okay. <laughs> yep. 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 And it's a lot. <laughs> even even the original I mean, ones would have like the red blood splatter. Would it splatter on the screen? I think when you got hurt, I don't remember. Okay. So I might be mixing up like Wolfenstein or Doom or some other early game where like as you got more and more injured, you'd see your so you, you, your face was in the bottom middle, and it would give you like a general indication of your health by how like how he looked. So like when he looks fine, you have full health, but like as you get hurt, he starts to, like look kind of like sad or like he's in pain yeah and like when you're like near death like you'd see like blood dripping down your screen but i i i, I, I don't know if that was the original or if i'm maybe mixing some things up right yeah halo didn't have anything like that that i can think of maybe the later games did but the early games no um so so do you so you think then the doom slayer would stay conservative at the beginning, save save ammunition. Well, I'm saying this because this is my general game strategy. So right. I'm say I'm thinking maybe he'll do something similar, just because you don't know exactly how many enemies are going to be. You don't know what's coming up, so you got to be a little careful at first. Yeah. And then when like the big guns come out, you blur, you break out the plasma cannon, you break out the the BFG nine thousand. Then you can you know start just okay, you know going all out. I think I think Master Chief would start from a distance. I think he would start by using the sniper rifle. Uh, and then once he ran out of ammunition on that, that's when he would then start coming in. Um, the the uh, the rocket launcher did have a tracker on it, I think in Halo 2, if not 3. Um, so he would definitely use that to take down those little um, speeder carts, mm-hmm. whatever you want to oh, call yeah, them, smart, yeah. that they were, they were flying around. And another big thing, too, in Halo is commandeering enemy craft. Oh, that's right. That was so fun to get a cool, cool car. Same thing. Like just like you were trying to get the best weapon, so you take out that enemy, and then you would take it. You see an enemy that was in a in a craft, you would hop on it, and just like uh, Black Widow does in the Avengers movie, she's able to overtake um, one of the the Chitari craft. Master Chief would absolutely do that as well. Now it's not clear that they have weaponry on that, unless they just have their. They're like arm gun. Yeah, I thought they had a gun, but maybe I'm, you know, I don't But remember. so Master Chief would definitely hop on there and and be doing that yeah, as well, that's flying like around the city. Easy for him. I would Taking also over enemy craft. Yeah. No, Quick that, question that's, on that's the rocket nothing. launcher. Sure. Does if you shot it close to you, does it hurt you? Yes. Okay. Same you, would, you would get that blowback. Yeah. Same as Doom guy. So similar. Yeah. So, so similar. similar. Um, now another thing I will point out too is with Halo, you also get some great. Uh, vehicles, which I think would be at Master Chief's disposal. Hey, if you're if they're UNC, what is it? What's it? UNC? UN, uh, UNSC. If they're UNSC vehicles, hey, airdrop them in. You got it. Yeah, that, that's what's the Warthog UNSC? So uh, the Warthog, 
Yep. So all I of those. So all of those were named after animals. So you had the warthog. You had the scorpion. The scorpion was basically a tank. I wouldn't use the the scorpion. Uh, maybe the warthog to get around. The warthog was fun. What There's, was the flying one? The flying one. So you uh, they introduced later on the hornet. That um, was in Halo Three. I only remember the wraith, but that was a covenant one, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So the covenant ones were all named after like specter type creatures. So you had ghost, wraith. Okay. Uh, I forget any of the other ones right now off the top of my head. Okay, sorry. sorry. No, that's fine. But um, going back to the UNSC, they also had... So they had the Hornet, which is basically like a helicopter. And then they had the the Pelican, which was basically a dropship. Mm, okay. So I think Master Chief in this, uh, would he would use the Hornet and he would also use the Warthog. Oh, they also had the Mongoose. I forgot about the Mongoose. The Mongoose was like a, like a quad. Oh, I, remember, I remember that yep. No weaponry on the Mongoose. But you could get around if you need to. Now, they are also fighting in a city, so the, the Hornet would be good. Small helicopter getting around, you know, tight yeah, spaces nice. and whatnot. Um, but the uh, the Warthog would get you around, too. As long, I mean, it's not going to be a lot of traffic that day, probably. You know, everyone's abandoning their cars. This is interesting because Doomguy's not big on vehicles. So I feel like you might have the edge on vehicles. So he's just moving around his feet, which can be cha- – I mean, if he's trying to – I mean, I, like we said at the beginning – I. I think personally, the overall goal in this is to try to figure out a way to end, to close the portal. Oh yeah, good point. You know, so however which way you can get to the top of Stark Tower and close the portal, so that way you can you know stop the invasion. Um, that could yeah, Doom Guy. It's out. gonna be like it's gonna be a long game where like the last level is like just going up Stark Towers floor by floor, killing everybody. Because <laughs> so the the original had like no vehicles, and I, the later ones probably had something, but I, nothing that I remember. Okay. Like, I don't remember if I don't know if I've said this. I haven't really played that much of them. I played a, bits and pieces of a couple of different games. Hey, it's more than me. It's more than me. Completely. <laughs> uh, so I do think Master Chief, though, he does have the possibility, since he was able to like befriend the Arbiter and work alongside him to take on the Covenant, I think it's possible that Master Chief, in like the midst of all this chaos, could somehow befriend a Chitauri soldier. Okay. And be like, hey, like, like you guys are wrong. The only thing is... We don't have a lot of evidence that the Chitauri are, like, capable of that, like, level of intelligence. That is thought. true. Actually, you're 100% correct. I wouldn't be able to do that. She's, there, is there any, like... No, you're you're, okay. you're 100% correct. Yeah, because in, in the top of the show, I mentioned how they're basically just, um, you know, insects. Yeah, just, I just didn't, just I didn't know if you were like, oh, there's yeah. one, um, nope. one episode where, like, one of them talks. <laughs> so we can at least know they could, like, have a conversation. Yeah, no. I mean, like the, like, the first shot you see of them is when they rip off their helmet and they just scream at the camera so yeah definitely definitely not going to be a possibility so i think i think at this point now master chief is just going to be he's going to be making his way over to stark tower and he he's basically like he's basically hawkeye and scarlett johansson uh, or black widow as her character is called uh in in the battle of new york they're just there's because they don't have super, he doesn't have superpowers i mean he has like super strength and, and not like in, intense super strength but he can withstand a lot of, you know, brute force and whatnot. But he's just going to be using his guns. And he doesn't have, like, he doesn't throw things. He doesn't have lasers that come out of him. And, you know, so he's really just going to be doing that to get his way over to Stark Tower. And now closing the portal, I think, is going to be very, very challenging for, yeah, for so like what, what? So there's a shield. Well, actually, before we go to the... Before we go to the portal, yeah. I want to talk. I want to talk Leviathans. Oh yes, no, so, we need to talk Leviathans. Yes. So I think I think my Leviathan strategy. So, I feel like also there's some there's some mixed 
there's this thing that happens in movies, right, where there's like inconsistent power levels mm-hmm. where like what may have been seen as like a very very hard kill in avengers might have been like slightly easier to kill in endgame just because of the nature of like it wasn't like the the point of the shot so you just you kill one in the background it's yes. not a big deal yes where like in avengers it was like a five minute set piece of Correct. like hulk and thor killing one yes so like would there is there armor like impenetrable to to uh, like if you had a had a sword or if I had my doom blade, probably is impenetrable with things like that. But like, I'd probably be breaking out my plasma gun or my BFG for that. I think both of our characters probably would have the ability to like go inside them too and kill them from the inside. I think so. I that's think... kind of what I was thinking. Doom guy would do. Yeah, I think I think Master Chief might be able to like get something into through the through the the armor that's that's surrounding it and mm-hmm. and like maybe like plant a grenade or something yeah. or or even like he might even just like like if he's able to create some kind of a hole on top of it towards its its cranium area if he like sh- shot the rocket launcher point blank <laughs> like he'll take he'll take damage like he'll absolutely take damage and you his could use it to rocket jump he, oh there you go absolutely you can hop onto something else um i think that would definitely cause cause some damage if he had an energy sword like just stab it. That's right the way it. to go. That's yeah. the way to go. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know if that that we're not using that. So yeah, the Leviathans would be very very tricky. Would how would how would Doom guy get up onto a Leviathan? He'd have to jump on them from something. So he'd have to be like on top of a building. Yeah, he's not really known for his like mobility or like anything special like that that I can think of. Like the game is kind of like just slowly working your way through the hordes. Like it's not. Like, like, traversal is not, like, a big part of the game. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm thinking he has to either be, like, hop on on the close to the ground or jump from a building. That's probably his only options. I could see I could see people, if they were getting frustrated playing Halo while trying to take down a Leviathan, just, like, start teabagging the top of, like, the <laughs> Leviathan's head. That, like... well, that is something we didn't mention. From, that's a big part of Halo games, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, the Leviathans, because they are completely coated in armor. And I remember, um, like, in the movie, I think, like, Iron Man says, like, to Jarvis, like, find me a weak spot. And he has a hard time finding... Yeah, I forget the exact quote. ...any but... penetrable... Because he goes, like, through the mouth. Yes. I believe, because, yeah, because, like, have you ever heard the story of Jonah, like, going through right, right yeah, there? Yeah, he just, like, shoots all these lasers out of it, right? They also have, yeah, they also have... Um, Chitari coming off of the Leviathan, so it kind of acts as like like a, a like a troop carrier, like thing, a troop yeah. carrier, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. So and in the, in the Thor Hulk kill I alluded to, I think like Hulk ripped off a, P, a scale and Thor used his hammer to drive it into him. So like, it's not like it's not like perfect armor, but correct. Neither of our characters are Thor's, or I mean, are are, are Hulk. So now, yeah. what we can also get to too is that in the movie, the one way they were able to win was because they were able to take down the mothership uh in space which acted as a control over all the drones uh do you remember that wait in endgame in the first avengers i thought they took it down when they i thought it was when they closed the portal is when it uh no so tony launches a oh he launched it into the mothership into the mothership it wasn't the portal closing it was destroying that because if the mother if the portal closed it would stop them from coming in but then they'd still have to fight Uh, them i actually didn't even pick up on that when i watched it yeah so i I, mean i I have so i could shoot a i could shoot a rocket launcher up there 
I don't know what's happening. Doom Guy doesn't have a great way to get. So the the Doom games do have like teleportation. Okay. But it have he'd have to find a teleporter that goes to the mothership, and then and he then get inside the mothership. Then he could just kill everyone inside. But, but right, I don't know how he'd get there. Yeah, and then teleport back too. Yeah, I, like I can't think of anything like spaceships in the Doom games, and like for a game where you like literally go to hell, I don't like. <laughs> I don't remember how he got there. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you want to talk about how we're how we're shutting oh. down the uh, the Tesseract? Yeah. If we if we both agree, we don't have a great way to just, just take out the mothership. No, we, we. There's no way. I mean, I mean, you at least have ships that can fly. I was gonna say I could like fly a pelican up there and then like jump ship as it flies in. Yeah. Maybe, but, but the pelicans are so tiny. Like yeah, that's like a mothership. Yeah. No, I mean. Maybe the United Nations Security, UNSC, whatever it's called, like maybe they have. I mean, it's well, here's United what you Nations, do. You just got to put nukes. a little quick quote in your in your movie where someone says something like, oh, they didn't intend on a small craft like attacking them. They uh, weren't prepared we for that. They weren't prepared it's for a, it's a, a basically small scale a, It's a Death Star exactly, uh, weakness right. type thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that works. Yeah, because they don't have a tight defense. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, there, I don't know how either of them... Even if I had access to any of the, the Covenant's weapons, I don't know. The one thing that comes into my mind, which isn't even Halo-related, is you never played Gears of War, did you? No. In Gears of War, there was a weapon called the Hammer of Dawn. And what you did is you had this this basically a laser pointer, and when you pointed it at something for a long time, it hooked up with a space satellite mm-hmm. that would shoot down like a Death Star laser okay. yeah, um, yeah. at that target. So if I could cross over... Uh, <laughs> Microsoft Xbox like properties, yeah, yeah, I would totally use the Hammer of Dawn and and blow up the mothership. But no, so let's 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 talk about shutting down the portal at least. All right, so Doom Guy, unfortunately, it's a long walk up the staircase <laughs> at Stark Towers. He's taking it out floor by floor. Take the elevator. Uh, if they're still running, he could take I the think elevator. They're still running. They're, they're still often running. used in video games for loading for loading new levels. Yeah, so that yeah. might be he might be used to that long <laughs> elevator rides where the assets load around him. But um, so, what's the deal? The 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 space stone is in Loki's scepter, or am I? No. The, so the the space the the space stone no. is in the tesseract. The mind stone is in Loki's scepter. That's right. Which is what they use to close down. Oh yeah, Doom Guy wouldn't know that because there's like no some idea. kind of a protective barrier. That's what I'm around saying. Around the tesseract, there's a, there's a barrier. So so in the movie, they get through it with the mind stone. With the scepter, which has the mind okay. stone. Yes. Yeah, Doom Guy's like. I mean, he if he saw past, so if he's going up Stark Tower, he probably is going to pass Loki on the way, and he's going to assume Loki is the final boss, so he'll probably have to fight him. <laughs> and get so he scepter. actually might come up there with the with the scepter. There's actually, I you know, that's probably what I should go with. Um, Loki is the basically the final boss of this scenario for him, and he has to get the scepter and then use that to uh, turn off the Tesseract. Okay, all right. Can he beat Loki? Hmm. Got a mischief, creates duplicates of himself, convinces Doom Guy that something's wrong, he's doing the wrong thing. I don't Doom Guy is like single minded focused on just killing dead demons. As long as he can convince himself that Loki's a demon. I think which, he would with think the that. horns, I think he's gonna be like, That's a demon. That's a, that's a bad guy. <laughs> I gotta I gotta, I gotta, blow I gotta, him I gotta up. go after him, yeah. Uh yeah, I don't think Loki's gonna trick him. I, I don't I don't know if Loki's mind control would work through Doom Guy's helmet. He does wear a helmet. Usually. Well, is it like a magneto helmet? It's like a full face cover. It's like your it's a lot like your helmet. 
Look up, look up a picture so you can see. It's like it looks just like your guy. Yeah. The funny thing about Doom Guy's armor, he has like he has like some like armor, but he also like has like an exposed like um, arms and and stomach. Like you can oh, see his yeah, six yeah, pack yeah, and yeah, like yeah. his arms for some reason. But I, I feel like like even Master Chief, I think he would still be susceptible to. You to think the, the mind stone works through the works through a helmet? I would think. So. Well, oh, actually, this is an interesting point because he has to he has to touch you, right? Oh yeah, I guess it wouldn't because when he tried taking over Tony Stark, yeah, it, didn't it was hitting on, the arc didn't reactor. Work on Tony, right? Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 We'd be good then. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think as long that. As, well, he'd have to go. He'd be able to go for Doom Guy's uh, six pack. <laughs> but he goes like right for the chest. Yeah, it not, ch- not so chest, much the lower chest. I'm covered. Head, I'm covered. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Aren't their helmets really similar? They're 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 so they're so incredibly similar. Doom yeah. Guy, the new Doom Guy from like Doom Slayer, he kind of reminds me of like like uh, the guy from from Gears of War, Marcus Marcus Phoenix, Marcus yeah Marcus Phoenix. The the very first Doom, you could see you saw him without a helmet. Like you you saw his face in the bottom of the screen. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if he like canonically wore a helmet in those games or not. Right. So Master Chief's tactic, uh, he I mean he could also do something similar, and he finds a scepter. Well, so, but would you be flying up there though? Oh, I would absolutely fly up there. So so you might pass Loki on the way. So wait, because Loki's he's flying around. Um, yeah, he was flying around, and then he was in the Stark Tower for a little bit too, fighting Iron Man, right? Yes, yes, he was. That was at the beginning. He fought Iron Man. Well, he really didn't fight fight him. He just threw him out the right. Okay, threw him out the window. Um, but no, but he had his scepter, and then eventually he lands. Oh, because Hawkeye shoots an arrow, hits Loki's transport. Mm-hmm. He conveniently crashes onto Stark Tower, and then that's, that's when Hulk, how he got Hulk, on. That's Hulk, how he got on Stark yeah, Tower. Yeah, Hulk okay. does his whole his whole you know. So he was thing. like in the fray, I guess. He was in the fray. Yeah, he was in the fray. So if Master Chief sees this like horn dude flying around, are you going for him? I think so. I mean, I'm going to assume anyone who's flying on one of those things, unless they are me, Master Chief, they're not a there's not a friendly. What is your like Halo strategy? Are you like are you like killing every enemy you see, or oh, are you that, just going to the end? That is the absolute Halo strategy. Okay, like you're just you're jumping and shooting. Like that's all you do in Halo is you jump and shoot. And so I'm I'm going across to New York. Eventually, I'll get you know some kind of craft that'll get me up there <laughs> um and then once i get up there uh i don't know if i would know what to do with that scepter like if i would know i needed to use that in order to close that portal right that's tricky um i could see master chief like putting his arm into the um like the, where the tesseract mm-hmm. is yep. because in the movie it showed that weaponry had no impact on it iron man tried shooting it couldn't mm-hmm. couldn't penetrate it but those were also like energy-based weapons, though, right? That's true. The scepter is made of some kind of out-of-this-world material, which it seems also that Master Chief's armor is also made of some enhanced metallic property. So I think he might have the ability to just reach his arm in there. It's not going to just be perfectly fine. Like he's going to have to put a lot of force in it, just like when Black Widow is putting the scepter mm-hmm. in the force field. Like it's not just like cutting through butter. I mean, she's really it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. So I think Master Chief would be able to get his arm in there. You know, he would take some damage, but he would be able to take the Tesseract out and then close and close the portal. So one thing um, you haven't mentioned yet, I wondered if you try to use, could could Cortana help you in this? Fight? I was actually just thinking about that. So I think in that instance, I like, think that'd he, be a good thing to ask. Cortana. That would absolutely ask Cortana, like, what hey, is this you, property? Can you space Google this for me? Yeah, exactly. You know, she's basically Jarvis. You know. Yeah. So uh, in in that way. She, 
you know, she'd be able to do a diagnostic run on the Tesseract and on the energy beam and just I mean like, here's how you get through. This is how, what you're going to have to do. It's, it's impenetrable to, to weaponry. You're going to have to somehow figure out a way to Man, get it. Of course, is another nice thing to have. I don't think Doom Guy has anything like that. I wonder if like he would get annoyed with her, like talking <laughs> to him the whole time. Do you he get does, annoyed he, with Cortana in the games? He does shut her off sometimes. Oh, okay. But, um... So is it like, um... You, do you ever play uh, Zelda games with Navi, the fairy that talks to you? Uh, I know of. Okay. I know of that, yeah. Yeah, sometimes that fairy can be a little annoying. <laughs> Too much. Hey, listen! I do like that when the beginning of, like, the 2010s, when, like, Siri was introduced, and then you had, like, Alexa. That's Google's, right? Is Alexa? No, that's no. Uh, Amazon. Or that's Amazon. Oh, yeah, Google's just Google. Yeah, um, I did appreciate that Microsoft's is Cortana. I thought that was a nice. A I, nice I agree. It was a cool. Yeah, yeah, even though I've never because Cortana was super cool. Oh, she was awesome. Like spoiler alert, she died, right? Yeah, she did. I, I mean, I, she did, but I think she comes back. Oh, I, so I don't. I didn't know if she came back. I think she does. I figured it makes sense, but but they also got the woman who voiced Cortana to be the voice of the AI Cortana for Microsoft products. She has a nice voice, which I thought that was great too. Yeah, it's a good yeah, voice. That was awesome. So yeah, this is this is definitely going to be interesting. I'm curious to see what the listeners say about this, whether or not. Um, yeah, I, I don't want to understate how powerful the BFG 9000 is. Like it literally like one hit kills almost every enemy in the game. That's perfect. It is perfect. Very hard to find ammo. We haven't really discussed how the ammo situation is going to work for this fight, but yeah, I think Master Chief would be able to because in the movie, the Avengers movie. There are also other law enforcement that are also firing. Yeah. So I think he'd be able to pick up some kind of ammo that could help him. Now, he might not find out when, uh, ammo for, like, a grenade or for a rocket launcher or the sniper rifle. <laughs> but that's why he would eventually resort to using the Chitari weaponry mm-hmm. as, as a backup plan. But, yeah, that might be tough to, to find. Because to, to, do you know how many shots that the FG gets in before it, like... So like the rocket launcher, you get like two. I think you get a total so of eight I, shots. I want to say BFG launcher. might even be one, and then you have to reload. And you have to reload. Yes, that'd be, that'd be tough. Um, so some other Doom Guy things that may or may not come up in this fight. He's really good at finding colored key cards. It's okay. kind of a staple of the game. Hey, games. if he has to get in the Avengers so, or the Stark Tower, Stark Tower. If there's a locked door, <laughs> which there he's most be like, definitely is, he's going to be like, "Hey, this door is red. I have to find a red key card," and he'll be able to do that. That's a big part of the game. I don't know if Tony, Tony Stark would have it that easy, but you never know. <laughs> you never know. The other big part of Doom, at least that I, in my memory, is like finding like secret doors, like trying to open a wall, okay. or like finding something that looks a little weird and opening it, and it's like a secret with like bonus equipment. Yeah. So if there's something like that in Stark Tower, stuff he, he in... might find it. If Tony hits, uh, has a oh, fake wall with I'm some sure. cool tech hidden there. Well, yeah, he does in the Avengers movie. He has the whole uh, Mark Mark Seven suit. I think that's what that one is behind that wall and shoots out and you know, attaches to him. So I'm sure he has a bunch of stuff hidden around so the maybe house. He'll, maybe he can find something cool that way too. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Um, is there anything else, Chris, you'd like to add oh. either strategy wise, weaponry wise, or just doom related, halo related, anything? No, I was, one thing I was thinking of is if the doom slayer's presence in this fight would somehow attract the forces of hell, <laughs> into the battle oh gosh. i don't know if that would be a help or a hindrance i don't know how they would feel about the chitari they might be like kill these guys too turn them into demons or would maybe they, they would, maybe they team up they i don't know oh, that's a good point i think the chitari would see them as a threat probably so that they'd fight each other and then at the end of the day doomslayer would just be fighting either the chitari or 
Yeah. There you go. That. There's another episode we'll have to do. The Chitari army versus <laughs> the, the demons in Doomslayer. I don't know. The Chitari are like not too deep as for at least from what we've seen. Correct. That is true. Yeah. They don't they're just mindless. Yeah, you get like the drone on the ground and you get the, the leader flying up and... guys and that's about it. Exactly, yeah. Alright, so we didn't even mention who suggested this episode, so I sh- sincerely apologize since this is a listener appreciation summer uh episode. This episode came from Yakimama, which we've learned that's how you're supposed to pronounce it. Also well, known, it's at least closer than what it's we closer were than what we were saying is we Yakimama. We're probably still saying it and wrong. And we've also yes. learned it's actually the son of a Yakimama. Of Yakimama, so it's correct. really a Yakima son. <laughs> yes, it's much more accurate. Yes, so I wanted to make sure we got that. Uh, Thanks out for there. the suggestion. Because I, uh, I, I, we found out that Paul Dewey was the one who suggested. The Avengers versus X-Men in football, okay. like right. many a year ago. He he reached out and let us know that that was an episode that he suggested. Thank you, Paul. So make sure, Paul, you get your shout-out for that. And Yakima Ma 31, Yakimama 31, Hot Mama 31, thank you so much for suggesting this episode uh, as well. So like we mentioned earlier and like we have for every episode, there is going to be a poll in the show notes for who you think would win in defending New York City from the Chitauri invasion from the Avengers, Master Chief versus Doomslayer. Final question. Go. After Doomslayer defeats the army, does he get shawarma? I think, I think yes. Yes for Doomguy as well. Wait, oh, you said Doomguy. You didn't say Master Chief. I meant to say Master Chief to you. I would actually say no to Master Chief. Why? I don't think he would do it. Okay. Yeah, I don't think he there would care. It, I, don't, I don't think he would care to go get Master a meal. Master Chief does not care about shawarma. <laughs> Doom guy, he's got to eat. Yeah, I feel I like think. I feel like he's like like a like a big meat guy, like like beefy guy. Yes, where I feel yeah. like Master Chief is just like like I'm here to do my job. Like I don't really care about <laughs> okay. that kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe there's definitely got to be mess halls on those on those Marine ships. So, also don't forget too. Another important question is. In the poll, we want to know which what was it. Which franchise do you think is more, is more well known? Is more, more well known character. More well I was known. thinking about this actually since you've said that. Uh-huh. I feel like if you know about Doom Guy, you probably also know about Master Chief. Okay, but if you know about Master Chief, you don't necessarily know about Doom Guy as well. I agree. Because if you're younger, you might have totally not Doom might have kind of skipped over you. Right. Unless you played the newest Doom. Which, Which was, was pretty popular, like I said. It was. And we also we, we didn't talk about it. there's 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 two Doom movies. Yeah, there's movies and comic books. Yeah. Yeah, Carl Urban I read played him oh, in really? like 2005. Yeah, I don't know who did it. I think both like were like years ago. pretty poorly received. I think they so. were. Yeah, I mean that's usually how video game films yeah. are, unless you're like Sonic the Hedgehog and you get a sequel. <laughs> and then Pokemon Detective Pikachu just will not get a sequel. Bring it back, people. I mean, I would love to see something else, but where, where did that story go? I don't know. I just love that. I walked out of that movie being like, that was so much better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. It was such a, such a good time. So, All right. So thank you so much for listening. As always, Chris, any last words? No, I'm good. Thanks. No? Awesome. All right. So please, as always, make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Discord, and our website, whowouldwincast.com. Subscribe and rate wherever you listen to podcasts, and please continue to participate in our show. For the Who Win Cast, this has been Steve. And this has been Chris. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye.